It's Against All Odds presented by FanDuel. You know, the playoff action is heating up, and with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. Right now, check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. You filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today. And bet with Fandle, America's number one sports book. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 or older, 18 or older in D.C., and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. Mikey Meatballs is here producing this disaster of a show, and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the D3, Harry, Brother Bride, Darren, the Parley Kid. What's up, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Yeah, Sal, what's going on? What's going on, buddy? All right, all right, I'll tell you what's going on. We just watched (laughs) this Monday night game. Everybody's listening to this on Tuesday. Congratulations, Harry. Super Bowl rematch. The good guys in your eyes won. I can't stand this Eagles team, but they pulled it out 21-17. You were dying to jump on the referees. You thought there was going to be a call at the end. <laughs> Not the case. In fact, the Eagles probably got the last of the, the calls. But uh, congratulations, 21-17. The Eagles look scary. I'll get into it for a second, but let's hear This yeah. is a big win for you, I guess. Not look. It was basically a tale of two halves for Kansas City, really. 121 yards rushing in the first half, Sal. Uh, most Philly is loud all, all year. And then in the second half, they just have 40 yards. Uh, DeAndre Swift had a solid game for the Eagles. He was a clutch for them. Uh, two rushing touchdowns out of Hurts. The tush push works all the time for them. It's nah. amazing. Just for them, it seems like. And then they did that all with A.J. Brown getting eight receiving yards. Amazing. Kansas City, again, last in the NFL. You wouldn't think it. Last in the NFL in second half points. Had zero tonight. And uh, Philadelphia deserved this win. Punt, 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 fumble. Uh, there's a little, I don't know, but deserved. Let's talk about deserved here. I mean, 14 for 22, 150 yards for Hertz, 238 total yards. I don't know if anyone deserves a game if they have 238 total yards, but you're right. It was two halves. It looked like the Chiefs should have dominated. I think they dumped Jalen Hurts five times, Parley kid. It's just not a nice game to watch as a Cowboys fan, not only because the Eagles won, because it's like, man, is there a game they can't win? When they put up numbers like that, it's kind of scary that they were even still around in the fourth quarter. Yeah, look, um, kudos to the Eagles going on the road, getting a uh, a good win uh, when they don't even play their best game against a very yeah. hostile crowd in Kansas City. But, you know, don't forget, uh, you know, if if uh, Valdez Scantling doesn't drop that ball, the, 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 uh, the Chiefs mm-hmm. are winners, the Eagles are losers, and our Cowboys are in much better shape and they are it really just came down to that one play. Uh, it's been something that keeps biting Kansas City in the rear is their lack of good wide receivers. Uh, that's uh-huh. really it. Their defense has been outstanding this year. Um, you know, getting rid of Tyreek Hill looks worse and worse all the time now. Um, but yeah, this good gritty win for the Eagles. I got to give them credit. They know how to win football games. They know how to win football games. That's it. They do. 
They know they knew Valdez Scanling would drop that ball. Now, listen, I, I know these things come down to one play all the time, but Brian, these drops are ridiculous. The Chiefs lead the league in drops. We saw in the first game, Kadarius Tony, and then we kind of forgot about it for a while, right? Because the Chiefs went on and won games and it didn't really matter. But then when Scantling drops that ball and Kelsey had a big fumble, and you know, even Watson, that last one would have been came in as a high heater, but could have caught that one. But how crazy is it that they got this bad batch of receivers? Like they pay, they paid Marcus Valdez scanning $11 million. There are worse receivers on other teams or, you know, not as heralded <laughs> receivers on other teams that are getting it done for yeah. the Texans and CJ Stroud and for, uh, and Sam Howell leads the league in passing with those Washington receivers. Like, what the hell is going on? Well, is that, this a problem? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing that's frustrating, right? Is you see some of these teams like Houston, right? Tank Dell or what, Noah Brown, those guys putting yeah. up big stats. But again, they just, I mean, I would normally say you, you'd want a young speedster on the team, right? But they do, you know, Valdez, yeah. Scantling or Hardman can still run well. They just, uh, they just have no hands. And look... I mean, I, I said before on a text chain, I, I mean, it's crazy to think this team won a Super Bowl pretty much with these same receivers last mm -hmm. year. It's not like they didn't win last year, but yeah, it, it seems like it's harder and harder for them to move the ball. Teams have figured them out a little bit more. So it's like a, if, in order for them to score, everything is now like 12. It feels like it has to be like a 12 or 14 play drive for them to just score here. So yeah, right. it's definitely worrisome, especially with some of these defenses yeah. uh, that they're going to have to face in the playoffs. And they knew it, too, because they were calling timeouts with, like, 2.50 left, right? They were leaving themselves with two timeouts. I'm like, oh, let it go to the two-minute warning and you leave your timeout. And then it's like, no, it's not the same kind of team. They need, like, 12 plays to finish this drive. But Parley Kid, with the drops and everything, I bet Mahomes is saying to himself and to his coaching staff and to Brittany Mahomes and everybody else, just get me a possession receiver. I don't need a speedster at this point. He can run a 5-6. I'll take Michael Gallup at this point. He, he has his share of drops, but... If you can get a little bit of separation, just just I'll take my chance on anybody. Yeah. It's really weird to see with this team. I think that's a great point, Sal. I mean, but look, even Kelsey had a case of the drops. He had a huge, right. huge fumble today as well. Mm -hmm. That's don't forget that. That fumble. He might be distracted. Something might be up. I don't know anything about <laughs> well, his personal look, life, but I wonder if something's going on. Here's the bottom line is people should be asking that question. We saw our own cowboys at one time, right? Always get questioned about that. Like, right. Uh, you know, that they were too distracted at times. Carrie um, Underwood, right, sure, right. Yeah. Remember those Jessica days, Sim right? Jessica Simpson, right. right? So, so you know, uh, <laughs> I think it's it's time. Why they should? We we heard that all the time. Bumbling twenty five yard field goal. Uh, Kelsey what doesn't. Was that, Harry? What the hell was that? <laughs> Bumbling twenty five yard field goal as his holder. All right, all right. Here we oh go. Oh my god! Throwing his shots. Oh in. my god! But look, yeah. the, even but look. Tell he, Tony I said hi. Tell him I said hi. <laughs> Tell him I said hi, my right, boy. Right, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Takes a yeah. shot at him anytime he gets. Never. But so you're right. Uh, any type of receiver would do. But like Brian said, it is hard to believe. I'm trying to think. Is there somebody missing off this Super Bowl winning receiving core from last year? Who am I missing? Like this yeah. is. This is the group well, that was wanted. What Sky Sky Moore does nothing on this team. He, he's now it's now it's. Uh, I mean, he doesn't even look. Moments None of these look guys. At him. Who is it? Right. And Hardman's never. Hardman was always even back when he was before when he was with the team before he it was, was uh, always a Ju one or Juju. two play guy. Juju you know, okay. was on this team, right? Juju. You know, and that would be it. They would actually probably take him right now over. The guys well, that they anybody who helped them out. Yeah, um, yep. I'm looking at these MVP odds. Hertz is now plus two fifty. Yeah, Mahomes mm. not even second now. I knew it would flip, but Mahomes, they were both three to one going into this game. Now it's on Fanduel. It's Hertz plus two fifty. 
Lamar plus 420 mm. a second. Mahomes plus 460. And then Tua right there at five to one. And it's crazy because if Scantling, Valley Scantling catches that's, that ball, that's, Mahomes is, is in first. Um, all right. Let's talk uh, about another guy who's getting MVP buzz. Miles Garrett, throw him in the conversation, Harry. Steelers, Browns, Good. the Browns win a, a close one, 10-7. I love that under. I loved it, loved it. No, mm. it wasn't 10-7. What was it, 13-10? Yeah, 13-10. I know it was 10-7 in the fourth. Anyway, uh, Garrett getting MVP buzz. Flacco on the practice squad. Uh, <laughs> Harry, what do you think about this? Look, I think I think Garrett deserves it. I saw last, uh, I checked it was about five minutes ago in the game. He was 150-1. to one. For MVP. Uh, but you know, it's like Hertz, Purdy, Mahomes, Tua, Lamar, Stroud. It's all the same. They're all the same. No one's no one's standing out quarterback-wise. Right. I think this is the year where Miles Garrett is doing like look what they have to do quarterback-wise, Cleveland, to win games. And look what they have to they they have no offense at all. So they have to do it on defense. Garrett had two more sacks. He's got 13 this year. I think it should be somebody other than a quarterback. All those guys are the same. McCaffrey's McCaffrey, to one. McCaffrey, touchdown. Right. Yes. How about Tyreek Hill? At 60 to one, he sets the tone early in all these games, especially when Miami's home. Yeah. He doesn't do it. He doesn't do it all when he's on the road, but Miami's unbelievable at home and it's always hell. Yeah. At 60 to one or Garrett at 150 to one, I vote that way instead of a quarterback. Well, you vote like three players here. I mean, I am looking at that for <laughs> offensive player of the year. It was Hill plus 175 and McCaffrey plus, I'm sorry, Hill 125, McCaffrey 175. And that's tough between the two of them. I said give it to mm-hmm. both. Who, who knows at this point? But anyway, the Steelers lost. Um, that's the good news. Bri, they are a coin flip to make the playoffs. Which way are you going right now? Minus uh, 110, I think, both ways. Man, I really want them not to be in the playoffs, right? Out of all those teams that are left. Right. If they don't think, make it, then a team like the Chargers or, God forbid, the Bengals now without Joe Burrow, I'm trying to think who who else would have to. Well, real, I mean, really, it, it's going to come. It's probably going to come down to, at this point, the Steelers and the Bills, right? Mm. And the Steelers and Bills. Yeah. So you're saying Browns make it, Texans make it. I think Browns make it. make it, Texans probably make yeah, it based on, based it. on yeah. their schedules that are left. And I think the Steelers and uh, I think the Steelers and Bills have pretty tough schedules, but I, I do oh. like the Steelers. Uh, I mean, I preview my the Bengals twice. I'd say that, I'd yeah. say that yeah. the Bengals, the Steelers don't have that tough of a schedule when yeah, considering well, that their offense out. is so bad. They get Cincy twice with no burn. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they'll have Arizona, New England, and Indy on the yeah, schedule. Yeah, they, they lucked out. That's, that Cincy not having Burrow really flips them. That's why, yeah, it, it probably makes sense that they would make it compared to the Bills. Because, again, now the Bills go to Philly this week, right? So, Well, uh, I remember looking at the Steelers' schedule and be like, hey, they better not play this stupid game where they have, um, you know, they win their last three and they, they do that to get to nine wins and Tomlin mm-hmm. and all that stuff because their last three are – Bengals, Seahawks, and Ravens. Well, mm. now the Bengals is um, Jake Browning. The Seahawks, who knows? Probably Geno Smith, but I don't know at this point. That's on yep. December 31st. And the Ravens may not even need that game January 7th. So I'd probably lean yes. Yeah. They're, they're going uh, to win some of these, no win some of these close games. So I know. And, and they're pathetic. Ugh. It's ugly to look at. Vikings-Broncos, on the other hand, I enjoyed watching that. It wasn't a score fest, but, uh, you know, we like making fun of Russell Wilson. They're now plus 310 to make the playoffs. I don't like that. I looked at their schedule. It's bad. I don't think they'll be favored in more than one of their remaining games. Even the game this week against the Browns is a toss-up. Uh, Minnesota, minus 235, though, Parlor Kid. Even though they lost that game, 
I, uh, I'm confident in them being in the top seven in the NFC. Well, yeah, I think you have to be confident in them, especially with uh, Jefferson probably coming back this week, uh, mm-hmm. which is going to add a boost to that offense that probably really could have used him uh, in that game uh, against, oh, yeah. against Denver. Um, but, man, Dobbs just has some magic to him this year, right? I mean, it just it's unbelievable the plays he's making. Uh, fully confident in this Vikings team to make the playoffs. I think they could be a scary playoff team, too, with uh, some of those offensive weapons. That was, uh, that was a tough loss last night. But they do. Their next three games, Chicago on Monday night, yeah, the Raiders, and Cincinnati again with no borough. Yep. Yeah. Got a shot yeah. at all three. Oh, yeah. I was talking to uh, Mikey Meatballs about this. You guys know him well. I was saying, how many backup quarterbacks are we going to have in the playoffs this year? If you put the over-under at, what I say? It was two and a half, Michael? Two and a half. I'd well, go like, over. You're going over or under? I mean, we're at two now, probably with the Cleveland quarterback and with the, <laughs> who am I missing? Minnesota, if you like it. Yeah. Um, I, I'd probably have to take the over there, Sal. Something's going to happen to somebody else along the way, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, whether it's late in the season, I'll take the over two and a half. And yet you'd think that's crazy. You're saying that, but there were three last year, right? It was Skylar Thompson. It was Purdy. And there's a third one. I can't remember. It was another AF. Oh, the uh, Huntley, right? On Baltimore. Oh, Is yeah. that it? Yeah. 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 So that was the threes. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think there's any way to prevent these injuries. We saw that Thursday night game. That was gross. We see Burrow go down again. Parley kid. I heard like Phil Sims talk about it and like, you know, why, why quarterbacks are getting hurt more, why the defenders are better and the spread offense and defense is faster and there's more turnover in the offensive line with injuries. And he had some ideas of what, what we, they could do to help it out. And he was right about everything. And I don't think anything matters. I really don't. I mean, you can't now say, well, the season's too long. Like, well, well, we're in week freaking 11, 12, right? I got <laughs> to be, I gotta be honest with you, Sal. I don't yeah. know exactly where all this comes from because as a Cowboys fan, right, uh, I had to watch Starback miss several games uh, yeah. growing up. Uh, we we had to watch Aikman suffer through a bunch of injuries, especially some concussions. Our guy, Tony Romo. Um, mm-hmm. I, this, is, this is old news. I mean, pe- these guys have been getting hurt forever. It's football. Yeah. Uh, yes, the game is played at a little, uh, obviously at a faster uh, pace these days, and the hits are more jarring, but – I actually think that right, they are protecting the quarterbacks a lot more than they did 10, 15, rules wise, 40 rules, years ago. Right. But rules wise. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we see uh, more eight sack games than ever before, but from uh, all different teams. Sure. But yeah, yeah, you can't protect them. Rule. It'll be unwatchable after a while. If you just two hand touch the quarterback, uh, we saw something the Fletcher Cox one was. Yeah. You know, Close. that was that was, right there. That, that was a tough one. He hit, he hit the shoulder pad first. And then, of course, the momentum took it to the helmet. But what are you going to do? But I don't think, Brian, anything. I don't think you could. I, this is a crazy sport. You're crossing a, a major uh, boulevard 100 times a day. <laughs> like you can make the speed limit a little lower. But it's not going to yeah. matter, I don't think. Yeah, look, you need quarterbacks to the problem is with all this, right? You nowadays you need your quarterback to be a little bit mobile, right? It doesn't uh-huh. it doesn't necessarily work. You never you're probably never going to have the Brady's Mannings ever again like that, right? The immobile uh-huh. quarterbacks that are just great. The quarterbacks have to move just a little bit and I think that just puts them at that much more risk. And I'll say I 
I'll give those quarterbacks credit, though, between Brady, you know, even Eli Manning. The one thing I would say about that guy, like, it just seemed like there were certain quarterbacks that just never got hurt. And it's just amazing uh-huh. to think that those guys never got hurt considering uh, the amount of sacks they took. But, uh, yeah, I don't think there's much you could do. Unless but you, you know, know you're bringing two tight ends in, what are you going to do? You're going to change your offenses up again? Well, that's like, what everybody says. God forbid a fullback block or a tight end stay in the block. But, you know, to, forgetting about injuries for a second, maybe we were very fortunate. Maybe we were spoiled with the Bradys and the Rodgers when he was in the prime and the Breezes. And now there's just like turnover. Forgetting the injuries. Just the I'm now talking about the bad quarterback play we see uh, week in and week out. But. I don't know, Paulie Kid. Did we see like the ten greats, ten of like the twenty-five best, and now they're those guys are gone? Like we're, we're gonna have to take a hit here. Yeah, well, I like I've said it for a while. It's just a lot of the defensive schemes have caught up to the offense. It's just you don't yeah. see how many deep balls you really see. You don't see them too much, especially down the. You never really see them down the middle of the field. If anything, you'll see them down the sideline. Nobody catches them if you do oh, throw it. Deep. Yeah. Well, you saw that today. That was a matchup yeah. issue too, but. Yeah, look, I think it all comes around full circle eventually. We'll have, um, you know, I think just a few years ago, between Mahomes and all these young guys, we thought we were in the glory age of of quarterbacks right now. Yeah. Um, And it doesn't really seem to be happening um, like we thought it was. Uh, Right? Like we we would thought, like, wow, look at all these great young quarterbacks. It it seemed like uh, there was an oversaturation of great quarterbacks in the league. And uh-huh. Um, and now it's just, it's come crashing down, but it's okay. I mean, we're still watching, right? It was still paying attention. We're still watching, but if it, if it gets to four backup quarterbacks in the wow, playoffs yeah. or five, then it's going to be a little rough. It's going to be a little no, rough. Look, it's happening Ooh. in every sport. Uh, baseball pitchers are getting hurt at a high rate. It's just, yeah, it's just sports suck. Last two years, Lamar hasn't made it through the whole season. So yeah. we're at the point two years in a row where he went down and in that Cincinnati game, he went down a couple of times limping a little bit here and there. Uh, they look like the possibly that they are the best team in the AFC them, maybe Miami right now, but who knows what happens with Lamar? He's still got to make it through a whole season. He hasn't how about, done it in how about this though? Maybe teams, you know, maybe they maybe they stop paying our quarterbacks so much because they're not so great and invest in offensive linemen. Well, it's funny. I was thinking about, about that, that half ki- half joking, like, okay, we're gonna take three years where we're not gonna spread it out. You're gonna watch boring '70s type football. Running backs, congratulations! You're gonna get paid for the next three years because we're gonna hand off 65 percent of the time. Unlike football, you've seen in the last couple of decades, and we're gonna let the quarterback pool replenish while we do this. Sorry, but yeah, that's interesting that you said that. If the salary structure is different but yeah i mean you need two good quarterbacks you do every team needs two and it's hard because there's only six in the whole league but um (laughs) uh there is a great coach that was honored this week parlay kid jimmy johnson finally made the ring of honor finally i don't know if you saw jerry was nose to nose with him brought him in harry's even i mean i guess romo's next harry you can you can hit mute for a second we don't need to hear from you on this but johnson (laughs) johnson should have got it 15 years ago of course i mean think about how embarrassing it would have been for jerry jones if not for the jimmy johnson years right (laughs) terrible it's a great point uh good for jimmy johnson it is way overdue uh that is for sure i'm happy for him 
Um, he gave us our best years of our uh, Cowboys uh, of, our li- of our lives. Of, we could say it of our no, entire lives. Kids, okay, sure. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There you go. All right. Let's take a quick break. Then we have some line look-aheads to uh, discuss when we we'll return. All right. So uh, obviously, three Thanksgiving games. There's a Black Friday game, and there's at least two or three good games on the Sunday slate. My favorite week of the year. It really is. You start Thursday. I mean, I was talking to Tate. He had that. What was it? The Maui tournament. Today, he had the basketball, yeah. and then like starting Thursday, it is just non-stop yeah. football as long as you are awake. And when you wake up, or at least on the West Coast, you're going to see Green Bay at Detroit. This is seven and a half, Harry. I thought this was a little high. I thought it would go a little lower because they gave the Bears seven and a half. Mm. I thought the Packers were slightly better than the Bears. They have one more win. Packers beat them in the regular season already. But anyway, you want to make the seven and a half. Okay, that's fine. What do you think of that? I think it's fair, though, because – uh uh, they played earlier this year, like you said, on a Thursday, and they handled them pretty easily. Detroit did in in Lambeau, um, and yeah. you know, I figured that you know Chicago would give them a bit of a game, and they right. gave them all they could handle, and uh, and Detroit had to pull it out. So I know that it looks like it's maybe too much here, but I think maybe Detroit rolls here and gets yeah. instead of not rolling against Chicago, maybe they do it against Green Bay again. Maybe they just match up better against. Harry them. I remembers it's a it was a Thursday night game, one of the few Thursday nights he won. Congratulations, right? What's that? Cartoon Harry's got two wins in a row. Yeah, but let me tell you something about Cartoon Harry. I don't want to, but I have to. I have to talk about this. There's there's a rumor going around that you put in your pick for last Thursday, like a month ago. <laughs> that's definitely <laughs> true. You and you're giggling. I'll tell you this. You're giggling you this. and giggling he's, makes me think that's getting true. Close I am getting, full, I am getting forced by management, by my management, to get these picks in. I'm already having to pick next Thursday for Seattle, Dallas. I don't even know. Well, how it's, no, at least not a month ago. Maybe who knows about Geno Smith that, I mean, I got to give that. You don't, have, already. To do I mean, you I don't, don't have to do any of that. You know, I don't know what your management team tells you, but you could do, you could do a voice memo and it could be sent over and it could be inserted into any cartoon or reality show or whatever within seconds. You don't have to do any of that, but you can, if you want three <laughs> weeks, Bri, he had that pick. Three weeks ago. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we thought that was kind of happening, right? I mean, <laughs> I will say he's gotten pretty close, I guess, to some of those lines. No, uh, I, see, he's not even doing that. So he's just saying under, right? So his pick oh, like right. three weeks ago I, was under. And right. then they add the line and they have fun yeah, fudging I, that I, number, I, too. I, but whatever. I mean, you know, yeah. I, mean, I, get, right. I get that sometimes. But, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. I, I do think Harry does the memo piece. It just sounds like he's doing it from like a bathroom sometimes. So that yeah, well, he, I can't get out of the bathroom. <laughs> Like 14 hours oh, a day, man. Man. Well, yeah. look, right. good for cartoon yeah. Harry, though, right, Sal? Yeah. I mean, I know, the, I know. the real yeah. Harry's. Uh, you talk about it real quick. Harry under 500 now, the only one of us. I went eight and six, Darren nine and five, Bry eight and six. I have 90 wins, 67 losses. Uh, Darren 86 and 71, Bry 88 and 69. Harry five and nine puts you under for the year 77. 80 and 7. I think wow, Darren, now I know I, what it feels like to be under 500. I didn't, never knew. Yeah. I think never did. Did. I think Darren and I have the same record. I think we're you both do? like 89 and yeah. Uh, 89. No, no. Come on. Stop doing this, guys. Yeah, no. Mikey think, Meatballs, you check this. We I think were very, we were, uh, I think we were 80. I think I had 81 coming into this week and I was 8 and 6. So. Uh, 81 and 86. All right, we'll look at that. Uh, the, right. the point of this is Harry's under 500. So that's kind of good. Washington at Dallas, 10 and a half. I thought that's a little high. I do not like this spot. 
Um, we've gotten beaten by Washington when they were the Redskins in 2012 on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Robert Griffin Jr. lit us up. That. We got beat by the, I think they were the football team in 2020. Alex Smith had a pedestrian game, much like uh, Jalen Hurts today. I think he had under 150 yards and we lost. I don't like this spot, and especially after coming off a, a Tommy DeVito loss. We'll go over the game itself tomorrow, but uh, 10 and a half, you think it's fair? Uh, yeah, Sal, because when the Cowboys have won, they've yeah. won huge. So, uh, you know, why, why should this be any different according to the odds makers? Uh, the, you know, Cowboys have, um, boy, boy, they've shattered the spread on all their wins. So yeah, I think it's, all I their think wins, it's all their wins, Darren, against bad teams, all their wins against bad teams. I felt stupid taking them, uh, Taking the Panthers there, yeah, I was like, oh, I immediately knew. I'm like, oh, this is just—they're just overmatched. This is just going to be. Yeah. Was that was that so. worse than was that worse than me taking the Jets against Bills? Jesus, <laughs> some of these games just—it's really, <laughs> you really know. ugly. Well, I, I will say, like those, those games. I mean, is there? There's nothing, and no worse of a feeling because I will say because it was my best bet. I put a ton of money on the Jets, and mm. you know they fumble mm. the opening kickoff, and right away you're like, it's over. Like yeah. before it even started, you're like, it's yeah. over. There's yeah. right. like immediately. Terrible. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bad news. Uh, San Francisco at Seattle, Bry. It, it climbed to seven, which makes me think Locke is playing. Here. I, the latest, oh. G, uh, Pete Carroll came on today and made it seem like Geno Smith is playing. Wow. I mean, that was, I, I thought this would be a, a lot lower. And it was like five and a half uh, Sunday night when I did guess the lines with Simmons. Yeah, but this and is another it's one. Seven. It's like, yeah, Seattle, you just can't, I, you can't get a read on them. They're very You hard. guys put Seattle in the play? Uh, I, I can't, I can't. Really, right? Seattle, like, it just drives me nuts. Nuts. So, so, guys, their next four games, Seattle, after the, the San Francisco tough. game, yeah. they get Dallas, San Francisco again. And then the Eagles. Yeah, I went over this with Simmons. They could be six and eight. I, I don't think they win. I, and the Rams have the tiebreaker on them if they get get a couple wins together because they beat them both times. Right. What is? Yeah, we it, should look at that with the playoff odds because maybe somebody else. Who else? Yeah, maybe somebody else sneaks in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you know, the Commanders have seven. I don't know who else who's even competing anymore. Well, it wouldn't be anyone in the East. Wouldn't be uh, like a team like the Packers. That's why, like the Vikings, almost have to make it. Yeah. At this point, so you're looking at one of the two an NFC South teams. Come on, if <laughs> Tampa wins their division games, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Miami yeah. Jets. That's a Black Friday seven and a half point favorite Miami. That went up too. They're not going to give you any free, but. Freebies. Have you ever seen stats as bad as this guy coming in? <laughs> nothing worse. There's nothing worse. Uh, his career. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll probably talk about this tomorrow. So, but yeah, his career, college and post, yeah. four touchdowns, twenty-two interceptions. Right. That's his what career. I want to know is that's his career in college and pros. It had Tim to be Boyle. better than that. It had to be better than that. Uh, no, so but here's the thing, Paul. Like, he had one touchdown and <laughs> 13 what, picks 13? at UConn. And, yeah. And so then he went somewhere else and started. Like, the, like oh, that, that's our guy. We got to get him. <laughs> there was no even transfer portal back uh, then. That's a great point. I, I thought he was at like two or three different places, but. Western was, Kentucky after that. And then, uh, yeah, I think so. But I don't think he ever played that. at the Kentucky, yeah. right? He went Eastern to Kentucky. He went Eastern to Eastern Kentucky, Kentucky right. but he didn't play or something right. crazy. I, I, I don't know how. Look. I don't know how that makes sense, right? And he's got three picks and uh, three touchdowns and nine interceptions in the pros in his career. All right. In like well, five years. 
Get ready for the Dolphins to lose on Friday. That's going to be hilarious. Uh, uh, Buffalo and Philly, Philly three and a half. Parlay kid, does that make sense to you? I don't know. Is this a game that Buffalo sneaks up on Philly? Uh, we keep waiting for it, and it just doesn't happen. This could be, yeah. This right. This could be that type of game. Yeah. Um, Philly's won a lot of close games this year, Sal. Um, right. Obviously, there's going to be an emotional letdown after mm-hmm. uh, this win. Um, Buffalo, look, we've said it. Harry said it. I've said it. When they're able to run the ball, they're a much right. different type of team. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe they found a little something again in this. In this, I mean, they beat the Jets. It's hard to get excited. Like you don't I know. know what I that know. even means. But, but I think this this it's probably right around the, that where that line should be. I think that line is right. Uh, but I would not be surprised to see a little bit of an upset in that game. Yeah. I thought it should be a little higher, Harry, right? I thought, I don't know. Philly's better. Yeah. Give them the full two and a half, three point home field advantage, and they're better. Especially when winning, uh, you know, against Kansas City. But maybe, like, Darren's, maybe Buffalo is back. I mean, the D, I know Tredavious Whitehouse is a big uh, hit to the, to the Bills. We've been saying that for a couple of weeks now, but they did get Razul yeah. Douglas from uh, Green Bay. Yes. He had his best game that he played yep. with the Bills so far last year, last week against the Jets, had a pick, and the defense played fantastic. I know it was against the yeah. Jets, yeah. and, and, and the second worst points differential in the AFC the Jets have, but still, I understand that, but it's a big win for Buffalo after what they had uh, blown against Denver, so I think this is a game where, yeah, Buffalo, don't, don't sleep on Buffalo yeah. just yet. All right. Jacksonville at Houston is the last look ahead. We'll go over and we'll probably we're going to pick these games tomorrow. But uh, I thought it was fair. Jacksonville laying a point and a half at Houston. A lot of people thought, oh, no, Houston's just as good. They're home. They beat them uh, earlier in the year. They waxed them pretty good. But uh, I think this is kind of fair, Brian. Yeah. Jacksonville look, should be good. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, look, it's whenever it's one and a half, you can't really complain. Right. If it's one and a half either way, either team should be fit. You know, tic tacs on. I know tic tacs on. Yeah. It's, it's a pick them essentially. So yeah, I have no problem with that. I mean, Houston blew them out the first time. I don't think that necessarily happens again. So I think that, you know, you know, Houston's Houston's 10 and one in their last 11 against Jacksonville straight up. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. 10 and one. Yeah. Nuts. Uh, all right, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. And then we got college. We got a lot of college to go over. We're going to have our bed aches and uh, then we'll wrap things up. We're right back. All right, we're back. College football, the big news from Saturday Florida State, Jordan Travis out. And his career is over with the Seminoles, the undefeated Seminoles. Um, 8,715 passing yards, 62, mm, 66 rough. touchdowns, 20 interceptions. The program's all time leader in offensive yards. And among the top five in FSU's all-time stats right there. Uh, the team is in trouble now. Still favored Harry versus Florida and still favored against Louisville in the ACC championship game next week or the week after next, which we know already. But they're favored by six in both games. Uh, what do you think? You think they pull it out? Yeah, what a tough deal for Travis, though. Maybe the team rallies here around him. Um, they, they get Florida, like you said, this week, um, Florida's defense has been awful. They've given up 33 points in five straight games. I think they get through that game and then six against Louisville. Well, Louisville, I mean, the, they pulled that game out last week when uh, a lot of people took the other side. Everyone had the hurricanes. Uh, they're sitting at 10 and one. That's going to be an interesting, fun game to watch. I think Florida still, uh, I mean, excuse me, uh, uh, Florida state still pulls it out though. In both games. You have to be six and six to get a bowl, right? You have to get supposedly got to neat. You have to get six wins. Yeah. And so Florida's five and six. So they're going to, I mean, not that they need any incentive anyway, but it's going to be interesting. 
Um, okay, so top four playoffs. Let's take a look at these numbers. Of course, I, I went off the page here. But um, now the playoff, George is minus 360 to make it. Michigan minus 260. Oregon minus 180. Oregon minus 180. They need to win their final two and still get some help. Man. They're minus 180. And then you got Ohio State minus 105, which is interesting. Texas plus 125. And Florida State plus 130. And, and I haven't even mentioned Alabama or Washington yet. Alabama 145 and Washington plus Boy. 170. Boy. I feel like we go through this every week, but that, that shifted a little, didn't it? Well, seems like this would have been a good year to have the expanded playoffs. Uh, yeah, no that's kidding. That's for sure. Big time. Um, I guess, I mean, I, with that Ohio State, I guess those you suck. should just. Those what, suck what's, those odds. What's that? Ohio State what, sucks because they'll be an under. So you just bet right, them against, against, against Michigan. Just bet against Michigan and then bet right. again against Iowa. Even Iowa. If they're, right. Even if they're minus. Four hundred. Right. Like what? Well, I was just no, going to say that. More than that. That that's a. I looked ahead. One's twenty point favorite over Iowa. One's twenty one. If it gets to it. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Is the wow. over under twenty one? There's nineteen and a half. So wow. Now. No. Uh, yeah. So there's that. So, um, and Florida State obviously a plus. Even though wow. I don't know, Brian. If you do a if you do a teaser with them both at minus six or money line parlay. You're still at a minus, right? Yeah. But you can get a plus to, I mean, could they right. get him? Could they, Harry, you think they kick him out of the playoffs well, undefeated? We'll put it this way. Let's say Florida State, or excuse me, if Florida State pulls this, both these games out, but barely somehow pull out both games and they're close. Right. And Florida's mm-hmm. obviously five and seven this year, not good, or five and six, right. not good. And they pull both out and Oregon just steamrolls Oregon State, which they're, they're two touchdown uh, favorite this week. And then, they they beat Washington and uh, Michael Penix by thirty. And uh-huh. look what Bo Nix is doing, by the way. He he just happened to he goes down in Heisman voting, and he goes for three eighty one and six touchdowns in the first half on Saturday. So let's just say Oregon rolls big time, right? And you just said they're minus one eighty to make the uh, the the, uh, the playoffs. Yeah, I think that's what they're leaning at. If, if Florida State barely gets by and is undefeated, but Oregon has that one loss by a field goal at Washington. <laughs> They're going to put Oregon in because wow. of the, and you throw and you probably shouldn't include the Travis deal here with the injury, but they really might. I mean, they could. They do that in college basketball, right? When they do some, for some of the seeding. I mean, I know, I, I know. Undefeated in a kind of weak conference in the mm. ACC again yeah. this year. Well, but they I had, get it. Well, they had that LSU game though, which which helped which helps them a, yeah. which helps them a lot. I mean, I guess the the question is like, what happens if Bama? Like what happens if Bama beats Georgia on a last second field goal? Like what happens? Yeah, was well, so a one loss Bama, one loss Texas, one loss Oregon. You think get in maybe Harry over undefeated Florida State? Think so. Comes to that. Interesting. What what if Alabama? What if Alabama beats Georgia by twenty? All right. Oh well, come on. That's I'm just saying. What if I mean well, Alabama's they're... rolling right now? What about uh, and, 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 what about Kirby um, doesn't need to beat uh, Saban. Saban needs to beat Kirby. What about unbeaten yeah. Air Force? <laughs> <laughs> hey, UNLV baby, UNLV money oh, break. Lots of fun. That loss. That was that was your betting. Uh, that was your your um sharp tank. That loss. All right. So Paula kid screaming from the mountaintops about Jaden Daniels, and it worked. Minus one twenty five. To win the Heisman, he's favored. Harry alluded to it. Knicks plus one fifty. Penix seven to one. Caleb Williams 
Not even in the top 11 Crazy. names. You go look at him on Fandle. You can't find his name anywhere. Uh, so congratulations. Cash out, buddy. Get that money. Oh, I mean, you think it's uh, look, this is this is going to be a very interesting week when it comes to uh, uh, what Jaden Daniels is going to do in this game against Texas A&M. Um, yeah. If you listen to uh, Brian Kelly here, uh, I do think he wants him to have a monstrous game uh, uh-huh. this week. So uh, can, could he reach 4,000 yards? He'd have to throw for about maybe close to 500, I think. He's over 1,000 I, yards rushing. Yeah. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised here um, that if they're pulling out all the stops to get this guy, the Heisman, uh, in this game. He's been unbelievable. I, what, well, I don't even know. So I, I actually... To be honest, I know I gave him out uh, weeks back. I'm trying to think what I even gave him out on because I didn't. I really didn't take him uh, myself. Oh, at, at you the pulled time. the Harry. Oh, I did. I did. Hey, I actually out. bet Knicks. I bet Knicks three weeks ago at plus one eighty five. You did? Yeah. Interesting. I, I think he was at least give Paulie Kid some of your money. At least How fourteen about, but, to one when I gave Daniels out. Darren, but I, you've been, I've been saying Daniels since the been first week of the season. He, yeah. If it wasn't for him, this team would have three wins. I mean, he's been that good. Well, the been only thing good. I'll say is, and it's fine. I don't care about Bo Nix winning it, but it is weird, Brian, the way the odds move, right? Like so, Bo Nix had six touchdowns in the first half, and yeah. he, he, he lost the lead in terms of yeah. 381 yeah. yards well, at But if you see, did yeah. you see the stat on Bo Nix? That like 28 it, it, years old? He, oh. well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with that. But, well, they but, all are, right? But they yeah, all they're all too. But Travis that, and um, like 60-plus percent of his yards are yeah. after the catch. Like right. that he doesn't have to do a lot in that offense. I mean, right. granted, I think he's too. been great, Knicks, but – I wonder yeah. if those things are catching up to him a little bit because well, but he's very accurate though too. I mean, right now seventy-eight percent. He's going to break eighty percent. So uh, and I that, think I still, I personally think, boy, boy, I, I think those those odds should that should be even for those two right now. Well, because should yeah. have the because if he throws for five touchdowns or four hundred yards against Washington again, right, he's going to get the benefit of the doubt of that game for yeah. the Heisman. And do we think that most of the votes are in by then? We, I mean, we, they would. They, it's not until that after that, but it, yeah. it could go in before when, it. When is but, that? Right. When is that game, Brian? When That's that two be? weeks. That, that those conference championship weeks. games are. A week it's, it's very fair. fair it's very yeah. fair if Daniels wins it, but Thought for the, the just the the odd swing when when Nick's going into this past week was mm-hmm. minus like one thirty or minus one twenty. For Heisman, he goes for what he did against Arizona State, and yeah. now he loses. So I just said, I just said the After and after Daniels goes back. off against Georgia Southern, Georgia State, or Georgia where, State, you know, whatever, yeah. right? I so it doesn't make sense. Kind of weird. Doesn't make sense at all. Great kind of players, weird. and yet Caleb Williams. It's now minus what three twenty to get to be the first pick. It's so weird. How Nuts. It works. His team just keeps losing and losing and losing. And his odds go up. I do want to mention my favorite bet in a long time. And this was Colorado to have under two and a half conference Uh, wins. And uh, I'm going to take a lap. It was, I mean, we forget the whole first month of college football was all about Coach Prime and this stupid Colorado team. They went out there. They beat TCU. They were a 20-point underdog. We now know they shouldn't have been. Then they beat Nebraska. They beat them pretty handily. 
And then what happened? Colorado State, they probably should have lost, but all yep. the world was watching at midnight on the East Coast, that stupid game. And then loss after loss after yeah. loss. We heard him do the, the tour with Pat McAfee. He was on game day. He was in every commercial. Don't you believe me now? Giving out you know uh, necklaces and sunglasses to everyone. And really, I was like, you know what? He's a better father than he is a coach because he showcased his son pretty well. Now I don't know. Brian, Shador, Sanders have to stay back? What happens with him? Yeah, Sanders is, I mean, it's interesting with Sanders because, again, as a pro, I know people like him as a pro prospect, but he's not the, you know, he's yeah. accurate, not the best athlete, right? He takes a ton of sacks in college, right? He doesn't really know when, I mean, part of that, yeah. their lines thinks he doesn't, you yeah. know, know when to get rid of the ball or he holds it too long. So that would not be good in the pros. But mm -hmm. you, look, I mean, the thing with Dion is, I think we would all respect them more if, you know, they went out there. I mean, I will say they had that pretty good game against USC where they fought back in that game. But aside from that, I mean, when you blow, well, you blow the Stanford game, right? Or whatever, what was yeah. the score of that? I mean, 29-nothing. 29-nothing. That one was terrible. And then you that, and then you start getting blown out to teams. Washington State, mm -hmm. like, though, you, got, you have, like, the bottom middle of the the Pac-12 are blowing you out. Like that cannot happen. Like you at least have to be yeah. right. in this first year. He at least had to be competitive against those other teams. He didn't, you know, they're, they're flailing down the stretch here. So I don't know what, I don't know what happens now. Yeah. What happens is I cash my ticket <laughs> under two and a half. That's exactly what happens. Nice. And by the way, it's not going to be close. He's not going to get to two, right? He's, they're at Utah. Utah's been no. a weird team too lately, but uh, they're at one yeah. conference win. Interesting. Uh, yeah. All right. Good for me. I'll take it. Nice All work. Right, let's take a uh, quick break. And uh, we've talked about the good. Now uh, the bad and bed aches when we return. All right. It's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the D3 in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. All right, I'll start us off. Um, I mean, I could say, you know, for like the fourth week out of six, it was a UFC prelim that was minus 550 <laughs> or more that lost. So whatever. That's always fun. Watching my phone where I'm at like some kid's event, screaming my head off. But um, I'm going to say Washington against the Giants. Now, the game wasn't close, so it's not really a, you know, buzzer beater, bad beat, bed ache type of bed ache. But it shouldn't have been close. It shouldn't have been close because the Washington should have won by double digits instead of losing by yeah. double digits. First of all, Tommy DeVito is out there on the other side. His mother is washing his clothes and he gets there and he's taking snaps and he has the game of his life with three touchdowns. That said, oh. Washington had 111 more yards. They led 28-13 in first downs, 35-25 in time of possession. How the hell did they not kill them well. in this game, let alone lose by 12 points, obviously, that's my eliminator. I did a whole rant on eliminator pools and how much I hate them. And, of course, that's the week I get eliminated mm -hmm. with the uh, commanders. Yeah, so. was, well, that was that was mine, too, Sal. And, like, you basically, a, basically a million-dollar pool. And it was, like, <sighs> you know, now it's down to, like, 400 people. But, uh, yeah, no, yeah. that was the team. I kind of – I'm not as upset because I was kind of stuck picking them. I almost had – it was them where I guess I could have taken the Jaguars. So. No, I thought I had a freebie. I was like, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. You mean real million dollars, right, Brian? Not like this uh, – Yeah. Not, not like – Yeah, uh, no, that was a real – Yeah, that pool. was a real yeah. uh, million-dollar pool. But, um, yeah. yeah, look, I mean, you turn the ball over six times. I mean, how many – 
they were running. I mean, they were moving the ball at will early in that game against uh, against the Giants. It's just oh, bad, also, bad fumble after like bad nine fumble. Nine sacks, Sal. I forgot nine about sacks. that. He was sacked nine times. No, they, they're Ooh. usually sacked nine times. It was the other way. Like how? <laughs> and, did, I don't. I don't get and it. And how many times, Sal? Did they like on a fumble? Did they show the replay yeah. and the guy was like a half inch away from being so down? Close. Right. And it was every time it went against Washington. Right. Like. And they were the right calls, but it was then, literally yeah. half an inch away. And now, what a stupid and now game. here in New York, we have to listen to people going, "Hey, maybe this, maybe they found is is Devito like the Good. next? Is he the next Tony Romo? Good, like, stay with is him. Is he the next Romo? Like this Please is what they're saying. Guy. Like it's like, yeah, are you are you guys? Is everybody kidding me right now? Like are they really saying these type of things? But that's what they're saying. <laughs> This Tim, is how bad it's gotten. Tommy DeVito versus unbe- Tim Boyle. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that, and you- well, Sal, so, I, I should say this is my bet eight, too, because I had a five-team parlay. We yeah. knew one was going to lose. We said one would lose. Right. And this yeah. it figured, right? It just figures. Stupid. Jeez. Stupid. I'm like Stupid. over 10 betting Washington games all year. I don't Good, Harry, you had one tonight. You had one in the Monday night game, right? Yeah, I had one tonight. I had under 23, <laughs> and the, the only thing I bet in the game, I didn't even take the Eagles' money line. I took under 23 in the first half, Kansas City, Philadelphia. Uh, look good. The Kansas City gets 10 points in the last minute, 45. Penalty here, third down uh, third down there, uh, and, <laughs> and I lose that one. I also had and my, my bet ache, which also I had for whatever it was. I was fixated on UNLV money line. With Illinois money line, Illinois money line. I don't take the plus three. Iowa scores with four minutes to go. Finally, they get a touchdown. Missed the extra point, of course. So now they're right. up two. I don't take the plus three. I get screwed there. So we, me and you, both had Oregon State uh, money line against Washington. Everyone said Washington's going to lose. Was terrible. That was by a deuce. But how about this one? On Sunday, I had Dallas Sacramento over two forty four. <laughs> Every single quarter going into the fourth quarter was thirty points or more. All I needed was 39 points in the fourth to get the win. That that was going to be on a parlay paying like 350. I just need 30 on the I need 39 points or excuse me, I need 42 points combined in the fourth quarter to get 39 in the fourth. And <laughs> believe me, in the last last minute and a half, Sal, they scored like 17 points. Which was no, no. like it was 17 oh, to 11 in the third I in love the fourth it. quarter with a minute and a half to go, Darren. 17 well, to 11. I, I know that because everyone scored 30. I know every what's quarter going on. They scored 30. I, I, I know that I know I know this because Harry texted me going into the fourth <laughs> saying I'm about to hit like a plus 350. Uh, 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 <laughs> every time he Dallas does it. Sacramento, they don't play any defense. <laughs> good for you. Those are good for really you. high Betting scoring these games. Those, those <laughs> Harry's all worked up. He really is. Brian, did everything, you have one? Everything. Did, one point. I don't know. I, I feel like like you, I don't know. You bet like Iowa football games. That okay, you have a gambling problem. You bet you bet the Chargers, Brian. Another one. Well, look, I look, I <laughs> mean, just with the Iowa games, just take the under, right? I mean, uh, right. Like, that yeah, was that was another game. So that easy. was another game that was like 10 9, that right? whole stupid game. That game uh, was like had 19 <laughs> points like kind of right away and it that still was... goes under. It's just it's just amazing. Yeah. And by the way, I don't know if you guys noticed that Iowa quarterback Hill, when they showed the camera from behind him, mm. he he honestly looked like Scott Gagnon. Like that? Did you have you seen how really? big? Have you He's seen like, how big that quarterback is? I know. Is? He's like Lorenzen, but a righty. Wow. Dude. There, your brother. That's good. <laughs> good. 
Yeah, he's got a bad egg too with the Bears. He was furious Sunday. But he yeah. should be ha- he should be happy about that, right? You, uh, I think if you're a Bears he fan, just want, he wants to win games. I know he you wants, want. He's, I, he's not he smart to enough games. to calculate. That, I know you Brian. want. Know I know you want to win games. You know, right? Yeah. It's uh, yeah. he actually knows I got those two of the like the first three picks. I, I know, yeah, it is, but it's know. kind of perfect, and that's what I thought. You know, maybe the Giants game was going to be right. Like you, you're you're leading in the game, but you know. I yeah, mean, it's perfect, right? You play well, but you blow it late. I, I did think the Washington was going to pull that game out too. They just that, that was bad, but yeah, I think it was perfect yeah. for the Bears. But Sal, I had um, I'm going with the Chargers because I've been pretty smart for the last two years to stay away from. <laughs> I've been pretty smart in general, staying away from yeah. like the sexy yeah. pick in the Chargers, and I'm always I'm always saying they're so underwhelming. I'm always not I'm not the biggest Herbert fan. Every game, no matter who their quarterback, even when they had Rivers, right. Their games are still twenty three to twenty. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. So um, true. So it was absolutely absolutely awful to me. I I was all over the Chargers. I had them on like five mm-hmm. or six, closing out five five or six different parlays. But I, I did go out to dinner with Little A on Saturday. And he just kept whispering in my oh, ear, Chargers, please. Chargers, Come Chargers. On. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one, th- I will say, you cannot. I mean, it's it's idiotic. It's really dumb to take them as a favorite. Especially, it's one thing if you want to take them as an underdog at some points, but as a favorite, yeah. you cannot do it. It is so dumb. You know, yeah, they give value up, in the dog. They yeah. give up. You know, they're up three, whatever. They give up the third and twenty pass interference late. Right, of course, or, from, or, from or, deep back there, that charge uh, Packers way backed up. Third and twenty, right. Asante Samuel Jr. pass interference, and then they go down to score. It's and just then, a typical. And then, and then similar, mm-hmm. and then similar, what we saw in the Chiefs game, right? Then a pass down the sideline yeah. that would have at least yeah. been probably a forty-yard pass, if not potentially touching. Oh. Probably runs out of bounds, but he dro- he drops that too. So yeah. he um, was drafted, I, by the way, Bry. He was drafted ahead of Addison for the Vikings. So not yeah, Johnson was. And, and Johnson. Yeah, and somebody's got to tell me though how how does Staley still have a job? Like it, it just shows you though, that nobody right. cares about the Chargers. No There's like 20 Chargers. Fans. Management the fact does not care. That he is not fired. They are cheap like that. They don't it, like to pay contract. I know. You gotta, you gotta give the fans something. I mean, geez. I'm going to say if you could what find fans? the fans, you could give them something, I think. <laughs> but yeah, I, listen, I don't even, I don't even know what to say about this team anymore. I don't even think it's all Staley's fault anymore. And he got riled up in the press conference, which usually means the end is near. Yeah. yeah. These mild mannered sure. guys for the most part start to get a little like abrasive and defensive in the press conference. Yeah. Like, all right, your days are really numbered now. But the bottom line parlay kid with Staley is, now this league has six good quarterbacks. And if one of them, you're lucky enough to have one of them on your team, you bet you got to win with them. You have to. Otherwise, it's your fault. Like, you know what I mean? It's just he, he's going no, to right. have to go. I can't even tell if he's scheming wrong or anything anymore. You're right. But, uh, but you're right. But again, um, you know, uh, as far as that game went, really, again, yeah, the third and 20 interference call, they had a chance to ice the game right there. And then right. your, your your first round draft pick, um, the bust from TCU at least right now is a bust. Uh, just drops, too many of these. Just drops yeah. a, a, a perfectly placed ball down the sideline, and this this is what co- you know these things co- cost coaches careers yeah. in some respects. Yeah, so, I mean, they're in last place in that West but now. You're Can right. you imagine? As bad as those Amazing. teams are, uh, yeah, in but, last place. but yeah. at the same point, you have to start saying, you know. Should we put Herbert in that list of six of the best quarterbacks? I, I, I guess I we know. should, but 
I, I yeah. take our boy Dak over him. I don't know where you put Dak, but it's I getting take close. Dak. It's getting close for sure. All right, listen, Mike Meatballs has to get out of here. He's driving cross country or something. I don't know what's going on, but nice. uh, we will go over a bunch of these games tomorrow, and then what? Brother Bry is going to join me on Cousin Sal's winning weekend. We're going to go over like 14 games. Nice. That's a real pain Beautiful. in the ass. Danny White <laughs> is going to join me, Parley Kid. Talk yeah. to him. Yes. Was he your first favorite player? He was my first no, favorite player. No, I mean, because I was a star back guy. You saw, you probably, you got a couple of years before. But, you know, you know yeah. those were the old days where guys sat yeah. behind a quarterback for like four, five, six years. Right. right. And like you'd see him a little in the preseason. You'd see him in some blowout games. But we got to see Danny White because he was a punter for the Cowboys as well. Right. Um, you know, he's also known. I asked him about that. I'm not going to tell you what happened, but I asked him about that. It's like almost like a punishment to a quarterback. Yeah, you go three and out. You know what? You got to kick this thing you gotta, away. You got, oh, man, what a threat, though, <laughs> for uh, fake punts. And I think they pulled off I know. a few. Uh, he says he has career. the record. I don't want to blow it here. He said he had 19, and they don't, they don't, um, they don't count those. Uh, or they didn't count those. He says wow. he has to have the record by a dozen. I mean, hey, Arizona State yeah. guy, Danny White, yeah. right, Harry? Yeah, um, that's right. Uh, and honestly, a super underrated quarterback. I mean, he took the Cowboys to three straight N- NFC Championship games. Uh, just six and zero on Thanksgiving. Couldn't too. So couldn't we'll get it done. That. But he, I I always yeah. enjoyed him. His famous picture of him like making out with the cheerleader. I, I was that his wife. You got to ask him that. It, I don't not even his, know. it is not his wife. I did oh. ask him. <laughs> get into all of it. Cousin Sal's winning That's weekend. Awesome. Check it out. Me, uh, Danny White, gambling legends, Billy Walters, and Brother Bry, and uh, a whole lot of fun coming up on that. That is Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern on FanDuel TV. We'll be back tomorrow, and that's going to do it for another episode of Against All Odds from Mikey Meatballs in the D3. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. You must be 21 or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit C ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York.